What's up, people? It is Tuesday, November 2nd. My name is B. Hill, and this is the Just My Opinion Podcast, so let's talk. Uh, since the last podcast, so much has happened uh, in the news. So let's start off by talking about, once again, I want to talk about misinformation. Um, that seemed to be a huge topic over the past couple of years because it is something that's constant and it continues almost on a daily basis. Um, the Kyle Rittenhouse trial started this week and Kyle Rittenhouse was the white kid, I think he was 17 years old, uh, who went to Kenosha after the George Floyd uh, murder and protest um, and he ended up killing two people there. He shot him with rifle that he was not legally allowed to have. He crossed state lines and went to this uh, city where nobody asked him to come but he said he went to help protect property which was not his and again nobody asked him to come. After he shot those two individuals uh, he's seen on video walking toward the police and the police just waved him on through like everything is cool not knowing that he was a murderer in my opinion and then he ended up leaving the state but in the trial or before the trial started uh, the prosecution and defense um, had some motions with the judge and what came out initially the story was the judge told the prosecution that they could not refer to uh, Kyle Rittenhouse as a murderer and that the people that were killed could not be referred to as victims, but they could be referred to as looters, rioters, and arsonists. And that's kind of what the headlines were. So, of course, that pissed me off. It automatically gave me a sense of the judge was a sympathizer and that he was biased. But... A lady on TikTok came out and kind of explained in detail more of what that was about and how this judge operates because this particular TikTok uh, person, she's actually in law school to be a civil rights attorney. Now, she is white. That's important to the story because of the hate that she got after she gave her explanation of what the judge really said and meant. So her explanation was the judge did say that um, because by calling the deceased victims they can taint the mind of the jury uh, because you're supposed to be innocent until proven guilty and as far as the two people that were killed uh, being referred to as looters, rioters etc only if the prosecution or the defense can prove they actually participated in any of those acts could they be called looters, rioters, arsonists, etc. So it's not like he just said, uh, this is the only thing you could call them. Basically what he's trying to do is not influence the mind of the jury by using these, I guess, kind of trigger words. And apparently in this history, he's always been like that. So this is not a new case 
where this is prevalent uh, in his courtroom. So I think just reading that headline will give you one sense of feelings about the the verbiage. But then once you hear it, it kind of makes sense. I definitely understood it. But once she explained that the level of hate she got from just telling the truth was unreal. But that's social media for you. Um, you know, what we continue to see is a lot of misinformation or a lot of headlines that are uh, out of context. And also there's another story that came out about uh, the Biden administration considering giving reparations of over $400,000 to the families of the illegal immigrants who uh, have been separated from their kids over the past few years as uh, reparations. And a black activist, uh, I'm not going to even say his name because he irritates me, but he posted this article and with the caption of, you know, black people have been here all this time, but you don't want to talk about reparations for black people, but you'll give reparations to illegal immigrants. And this person has never been a Biden supporter. Uh, he was a huge Bernie Sanders supporter and continues to be. And he pretty much compares everything that this administration does to what he thinks Bernie Sanders would have done or how he Bernie Sanders would have handled the situation. And it's annoying because I was a Bernie Sanders fan, but Bernie Sanders lost for a reason. His agenda would not get passed. But I digress. Uh, But when you read the actual article, it's based on the 900 plus lawsuits that are pending against the United States government. And those would be settlements and not necessarily reparations for the Trump separation policies. So this is stuff that stemmed from the previous administration and not the current administration. And it's based on the 900 plus lawsuits pending suing the government because the government lost their kids. So I think there's a little more nuance to the story than just Biden is giving illegal illegal immigrants families $400,000. It's just not the case. There's more to it. And then Fox News reported a story about Senator Tammy Duckworth. And I want to say, I know she was, Tammy Duckworth was, uh, injured and uh, disabled during her military service and if I'm not mistaken she was part of Black Hawk Down when that movie came out that was kind of based on uh, what she went through I could be wrong I'm not 100% sure on that but I know she did lose both of her legs uh, in battle though in the war so Fox reported a news story, and I think it was probably Tucker Carlson, because he lies, um, that she has not paid property taxes in years, five, ten years. But, again, this story needs nuance, because in the state she's from, a disabled veteran does not have to pay property tax. That's an easy Google search to find out. But again, of course, that part of the story was left out to make it seem like she's uh, intentionally avoiding paying property tax. So we continue to see this uh, 
misinformation or lack of nuance in the stories just to get a rise out of people. And this is why a lot of media uh, is distrusted at the moment. You can't believe them because they don't tell the full truth. And this is on both sides of the aisle. So I wish we could get back to just telling the truth and not your version of the truth. And that's with anything good or bad. But again, just the misinformation makes people stupid. Because they go back and start spreading that misinformation without doing their own research. And I have more about that a little later. Um, Also, we had another case of discrimination in high school. Apparently, there were two white kids who made a Snapchat video uh, targeting black students at their school, calling them the N-words. And in the video, one of the students had on a KKK hood. Again, as they used the N-word specifically targeting their black um, classmates. That particular Snapchat was sent to some black students and the next day the black students confronted the two kids that were in the video. Well, the black kids that confronted the white students about the video ended up getting suspended and nothing happened to the kids who made the video. And I think the person that actually sent the video got in trouble. But the ones that actually made the video, apparently there have been no consequences from the school for that. And that ties into uh, what we've been seeing over the past few weeks from some of the capital rioters who have um, pled guilty to their charges. Um, and one specifically, Jenna Ryan, who's from the Dallas area. She specifically said and tweeted that uh, her white skin and blonde hair is her get-out-of-jail-free card. And because of those comments, the prosecutors are recommending she do prison time. Uh, Until these people are held accountable, they're going to continue to think they're above the law. And we continue to see non-melanated people challenging the system and get away with it time and time again. And until these people are held accountable, nothing is going to happen. Nothing will change. Uh, There are way too many people out there that think they're above everybody else uh, and that they can get away with anything. And to say your white skin and your blonde hair is your get-out-of-jail-free card. Black people would not be able to get away with with that. So they have to be held accountable. All of these people who had something to do with this, they have to be held accountable because we just continue to see this time and time again. They just keep pushing boundaries and keep pushing in enough to shit happen. I was even uh, watching a video of one of these anti-maskers she actually stole something from Petco and she wasn't arrested because she got into an altercation a verbal altercation with one of the workers because she wanted to buy something they wouldn't let her she just took it and walked out and this same person was on video um, 
where she was pulled over by the police. And she refused to show her ID until the police officer showed his ID to her. And minorities would not be able to get away with that kind of stuff. And the video was 19 minutes long. And the patience this officer had with her and what he tolerated from her and her disrespect is unbelievable. That would never happen to a minority at all. So there has to be some accountability, even with the students um, that perpetrated this racism against their classmates. Because if you're punishing the victims of it, how do you expect the perpetrators to respond? They think they're above accountability. So we have to start holding these people accountable or it will just continue. Uh, And then I noticed something that's really popped up lately is this slogan from a certain segment of population, Let's Go Brandon. That's their new mantra, I guess, uh, instead of MAGA, where they've added it on to the MAGA mantra. And instead of the spike in the brim of the captain flicking it, and at one point they had the three fingers up like the Boy Scouts. That was their little slogan, but now this Let's Go Brandon slogan has popped up over the past couple of weeks. You have songs, Let's Go Brandon, and basically where this stems from is after a NASCAR race a couple of weeks ago, as the winner was being interviewed, the crowd started chanting F Joe Biden. But the interviewer, uh, I, I'm assuming the guy that won his first name was Brandon, maybe. And the interviewer said they were chanting, Let's go, Brandon. And it was obvious they weren't saying, Let's go, Brandon. It was F Joe Biden. But for TV purposes, she said that. So now you're starting to see, Let's go, Brandon comments and hashtags and all of that stuff and that's what it's supposed to mean Um, we're eight months removed nine months removed from the election and they're still dwelling on it it's just so stupid it's so dumb Uh, and then Ricky Schroeder of all people made a video over the weekend um, saying that he needs to fight for his country or they need to fight for their country and on 11-11 Veterans Day he's encouraging people to take back their country by force and he called on the militias to help out and they need to stand up and take back their country and I find it very interesting when these people say take back their country when it wasn't their country to start with it was Native American country and secondly you're not the only ones that live here so this is not just your country this is all of our country so Ricky Schroeder bring it if you want to you're not the only ones with with weapons I'll just leave it at that but something is mentally wrong with these people I, I just for the life of me, I don't understand. And now we have a lot of uh, public servant mandates as far as the vaccine going on, and a lot of uh, 
uh, police unions and police officers are willing to walk away from their job instead of taking the vaccine. And I find it very ironic that the group that always say uh, when a minority is beaten or killed by the police, they always say that, well, they just should have complied. Well, you should take your own advice and you should comply with these mandates. And maybe you could keep your job. So I have zero uh, sympathy for these people. If you lose your job, if you lose your house, I don't really care at this point. You don't have sympathy for me or the people that you beat and kill unjustly. So if you're choosing this option, you get what you get. I don't really care at this point. And also, I see a lot of TikToks that people make about uh, these anti-vaxxers who all on social media have talked about the jab and not taking the vaccine and uh, how dangerous and deadly and proud of it, proud to not be taking the vaccine and they purchased uh, made fake vaccine cards and all of that stuff and then they end up dying from the vaccine or they end up asking for thoughts and prayers I think Kelly Swanson who's a seamless actress she's been very um, boisterous about her anti-vaccine stance and apparently she's in the hospital now asking for prayers because she's sick and not doing well I don't have any sympathy I'm one of the nicest people you can meet but the fact that there are things out there that could have prevented it and you're choosing not to I have zero sympathy for that. Um, it is what it is at this point. And it's interesting also that someone I had some respect for, I just recently lost a lot of respect for them based on misinformation that they're giving out. Uh, this particular person has a YouTube page. And is somebody I've known for a little while and uh, we're pretty cool and I try to be supportive of the things that people I know what they do but watching this YouTube page uh, the other day it just it did it for me and I will never support this again uh, and basically they were talking about well they first started talking about voting and why black people should not vote because your vote doesn't count and it's already predetermined who's going to win the elections and we never get anything. Uh, that type of rhetoric is, is an opinion. I think voting is important. Uh, I think our votes do matter because if they didn't, people would not try so hard to take our voting rights away. That's the first thing that be a reason you know your vote matters because they're spending a lot of time trying to take our voices and our vote away. That's the first thing. Um, secondly, politics is crappy anyway because politicians will run on an agenda that they would like to have passed. But once they get in office, there's no guarantee. If you look at the Biden administration now a lot of things they're trying to do 
is being obstructed by Republicans. You can't get Republicans to vote on anything he wants to do. And that's their agenda is to obstruct. They said that the entire time Obama was uh, president. And also, even though Democrats have the majority, they have a couple of Democrats in the Senate that uh, are basically working with the Republicans. I mean, that's the only thing I can say about them, Joe Manchin and Kristen Sinema because they're obstructing their own party's agendas, so you cannot get anything passed. Um, I think, I forgot how many ambassadors have not been confirmed, because the Senate won't even hold hearings to confirm them. Um, so, I still think it is important, and I'm not 100% on board with everything this administration is doing, and uh, by the full rating is dropping, which honestly, in some cases, it should. But I don't think he can be held accountable for the things that Republicans are obstructing as well. And they try to obstruct and be cast blame on the administration when they're the reason why things aren't getting done. And there's so much misplaced um, anger that it's just stupid. Like, for instance, I saw an interview with Rick Scott uh, yesterday when he was talking about the deficit. And he could name one bill or planned policy that this administration has implemented that increased the deficit. But when the previous administration was in, the deficit ballooned to three or four trillion dollars. They didn't care about the deficit then. You can always tell which parties in control of the White House based on who argues against the deficit. But um, that was the first thing about losing respect for this person. Uh, The misinformation about voting. And then the conversation switched to the vaccine. And I'm assuming they're not vaccinated based on the conversation. But then the misinformation he was given out was about uh, biological weapons and they saw a video of somebody who had taken a vaccine and they used the black light against the skin and there was uh, insects crawling out of the skin and, and the person that they named as their source a quick google search will show that that information had been debunked a long time ago by several reputable sources it's just, and for them to state this stuff as fact, I have a problem with that. You know, the things I say, the title of my podcast is just my opinion, and I'm just giving my opinion. Now, there are things I do research, and if I say it's a fact, it's because I've researched it, and I've gotten several reputable sources that concur and agree on the same thing, but when you give out misinformation about biological weapons uh, and the vaccine is we're all going to die that took the vaccine oh and also they said that 74% of the people that take the vaccine have died that's just after nine so I just I've lost a lot of respect uh, because of all of that misinformation uh, I can no longer support that nonsense we can still be cool 
I don't have a problem with that, but uh, I can't support that kind of nonsense at all. Uh-oh. And we still have people tripping over mask policies. Uh, a man, I think this was in California. This dude walked into a restaurant and he was verbally assaulting uh, the hostess at the restaurant. And an elderly man got up to confront him and asked him just to leave. And he pushed the elderly man out of the way and basically was asking him, you know, do you want to fight? So this younger Hispanic guy walked up to him. He had to catch the fade. He got knocked out. Then he got up talking about, you assaulted me. And I'm not one to condone violence, but at this point, these fools, they, they looking for attention, so... He got what he was looking for. And if I was a owner of a business or a restaurant, I would hire armed security because I would not want my staff to interact with these people. There's nothing to argue about. If you leave when you go to jail or my armed security will take care of you. Simple as that. Way too many uh, people that aren't paid enough to deal with these idiots get into these verbal confrontations. I'm not arguing with people over this. It's my business. I would tell them one time, there's no going back and forth. There's no, it's not a law. That I'm not hearing any of that stuff. If you leave, I call police. And I just feel sorry for a lot of these frontline workers that have to deal with these idiots because they know what they're doing. You know, it's funny how they, they're quick to say it's not a law as if, privately owned businesses cannot make up the rules for their business. So, I was glad that dude caught the fade. He got what he was looking for, and he deserved it too. Um, and we just continue to see people trying to dictate where other people go. You know, I saw a video where this guy was sitting on the bench, and a lady confronted him and said he wasn't sitting on the bench correctly. And he needed to sit on the bench correctly. Not that she wanted to sit down. She just wanted to tell him what to do. Um, another guy, an artist, he said he had been commissioned to paint this mural. And a jogger was running by and stopped his head. He was uh, vandalizing the space. And he wanted to see the guy's permit. And he was just a jogger. I'm tired of all these people trying to um, dictate how we move, it, it's going to stop, and all of these questions, and we don't have to prove anything to you, all of this, show me your paperwork, show me you belong here, no, I'm not having any of that, I wish they would question me like that, no, I'm, I will give you what you're looking for as well, uh, this, this stuff has to stop because these people continue to think they're better than us. They have authority over us or something like that. But again, it goes back to not having consequences for the actions. And hopefully as time goes on and those consequences um, start to form, some of this will die down. But I think there will always be people out there that think they're better than us. That think they're better than me based on the color of our skin. Now, I don't think we'll ever get rid of that part. But... Some people learn to mind their own business. 
and with Halloween just passing a couple of days ago on my neighborhood next door app there's been a lot of ring doorbell camera footage posted uh, about trick-or-treaters now granted in the age of COVID I can understand why people would put a candy dish outside and with the sign that says take one or two pieces or whatever but you really can't expect kids to abide by that and there were so many videos of kids they'll see a sign that says take one piece and they stuff the bowls in their bags and it happened so many times and that doesn't surprise me because they're kids uh, but what did surprise me was a little girl walked up she read the sign she couldn't have been older than six or seven and she took a couple of pieces and as she was leaving you could hear the dad say did you take all of it and she said no I have to leave some for other trick-or-treaters she said well they've already come he walked up there and got her bag and took the bowl of candy and dumped the bowl of candy in her bag and she was like no dad that's enough that's enough that's what's wrong what is he teaching his daughter and I hope he's put on blast for that but there were some other kids that clearly read the sign that just dumped the candy in um, but that's the risk you take when you just leave stuff at your door and don't actually hand it out yourself I'm not saying it's right but that's just the risk you take uh, and then Cowboys fans I have always said that the most obnoxious fan base or fan bases are Saints fans and Pittsburgh Steelers fans. But Cowboys fans are just as bad. I'm finding out. A friend of mine added me to a Cowboys fan uh, Facebook page. And they annoyed the hell out of me, especially this past week. Uh, it was questionable if Dak Prescott was going to play or not. And a couple of days before the game, there were probably 60 messages about is Dak going to play? Is he not going to play? They should hold him out. They should play him. Is he going to play? He's not going to play. I don't think he's going to play. Where did you hear that from? And I'm like, just wait and see. Why are you stressing over this shit now? Just wait and see. Just indeed, when the game started, Dak didn't play. And Cooper Rush, who's the backup, started the game. He threw an interception probably on his second or third series. In the comments, he sucks. Cowboys going to lose. Then it was, well, if you think they're going to lose, you're not a real fan. You're not a diehard. You're not a ride or die. Then they ended up winning. Sit back out another week. I'm just so annoyed. I end up leaving the group. I don't take sports that serious. If Dak plays cool, if he doesn't cool, none of this stuff affects my life. I'm just looking at my fantasy points. But just to me, some of these people need to get a life. It is not that serious. So Dallas fans are crazy too. Uh, I am a fan. But if they lose, it doesn't affect my life. I guess I'm not a diehard, which is fine with me because I have better things to worry about. Um, on a good note, the Cowboys did win. But also, last Wednesday was my dad's 72nd birthday. 
And what I did was, when I picked them up, I gave them $100, I took them to the casino, and we had a chance to sit and play poker. And he really enjoyed that, even though he lost my money. Uh, it was just fun. Uh, I'm just I'm blessed and I'm grateful that I still have both my parents alive. They're still married, and we have such a close relationship. And we've always been like that, though. But being able to spend that quality time with him, I'm, I'm choosing to take these opportunities uh, to spend quality time with my parents because I know, especially being in their 70s, they won't always be around. And after losing my uncle uh, last month, it's... Um, you know, it's just something that quality time with the people I love just means the most to me at this point. So I'm not taking anything for granted. Um, I'm going to continue to spend time with the people that I'm close to because you just don't know what tomorrow holds. So my dad had a wonderful birthday. Uh, we had a good time. And again, I'm just glad I got a chance to spend that time with him. And it's fun playing at the table with him. And a gift step, um, especially in that environment. It's a lot different when you play with people you don't know uh, compared to the people you do know. And I think this was probably his fourth or fifth time doing it. So he's still trying to get comfortable with the, with the environment and the atmosphere, some of the rules. But he had a good time, so that's what matters the most. Uh, my verbal middle finger goes to... The group of QAnon supporters that are in Daily Plaza in downtown Dallas as we speak uh, because they think Trump is going to be reinstated and that JFK Jr. is going to reemerge as his vice president. Well, the reason they're getting the verbal middle finger is because JFK died in 1999. So I doubt if he reemerges. But the fact that they honestly believe this, like they camped out overnight at Daly Plaza, and Daly Plaza is where JFK was shot and killed. So they thought Junior, who died in a plane crash in 99, was going to reemerge at the spot where his father got killed to become vice president of the United States. He gets a verbal middle finger just for being stupid. And finally, the quote for this week is, you will become a memory before I let you become a problem. Let that sit in your spirit. That's it for this week. Until next time, God bless. Peace. Mm-hmm.